0: Hello, family and friends. I'm here for day four with Pastor Rick Gooden from the Nobles Chapel Church in Elberfield, Indiana, and having a great time talking about the Lord, Pastor. So thank you for being here with me. No problem. And a blessing. Well, Father, we come today hungry for what you have through, Pastor. We're ready to receive, Father. I know you're a God of blessings, Father, and we're blessed to be a blessing, Father, as we come ready to receive. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, Pastor, I wanted you to talk a little about your dulcimer business and how you got God blessed you in that area, because I know it's uh, incredible what you've done with that and selling these things all over the world. And so you would just talk a little about your business today.
1: Well, I didn't know what a dulcimer was, really. Somebody said, you need to build dulcimers, because I had a little woodworking business. It was kind of fun. And uh, so... They said, well, as a matter of fact, I was playing in a British brass band with this person who played dulcimer. And he said, you need to build build a dulcimer. Well, it took me a year because I research everything to death. (laughs) And in a year, I built a dulcimer. He had a little retail store and he sold it. Well, I made another one and he sold it. And this kept going. And next thing you know, I'm selling three, four, five of them a month. And uh, if you're not familiar with the dulcimer, it is America's, the only truly American instrument, the mountain dulcimer. A lot of people say, no, it's a banjo. Well, that's not true. Banjo is an African instrument. Wow. And this was uh, first created in Appalachia. And they would use them in churches as an accompaniment for their hymns. Wow. And so I built one. And, and the next thing you know, I'm building more and more and more. And I start going to dulcimer festivals, of which they are all over the country. And there'll be 100 to 500, even 600 people at one of these festivals. Wow.
0: And Pastor, explain, because I'm not familiar with the dulcimer a lot, but you, you, just, you lay it on your lap.
1: It's a string, a wooden string instrument. It's a fretted string instrument, like a, an acoustic guitar. Okay. It has three strings, uh, some of them have four, but they are three strings, and it's played on the lap. Okay. Yeah, I started going to these dulcimer festivals, and, and my dulcimers just kept, they took off. Uh, well, every dulcimer that I ever made, on the inside where you can't see it, says "Soli Deo Gloria," which means "Glory to God alone." Amen. And the reason for that is, is whether the person who gets this dulcimer knows it or not, it is to be played to the glory of God. Amen. <laughs> and uh and the other thing that I discovered in making these that the Lord was blessing me and we were selling more and more of them and and life was becoming easier and easier because of it. I was able to put more money in the church on Sundays. I was able to uh, if I went out and I saw somebody in need, I could help them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this was kind of a nice thing. Amen. But the other thing that was even nicer was going to these dulcimer festivals. It took me three or four of them to realize why God had me there. What was he using this, these dulcimers for? Well, it wound up that every dulcimer festival that I would go to, I would run into somebody somebody would come up to me. Now, it may have been, I think in one instance, an 86-year-old man who was lonely, and he came in, and for the full weekend, I got to sit, and I got to talk to him about the Lord and about him, and he would just keep, he kept coming back and coming back. I had another young lady, about 17 years old, who was down and out, and who needed the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so I was able to talk to her about the Lord. Amen. And then I started discovering that every dulcimer festival that I went to, somebody would come to me. The Lord was bringing people to me. Know what the Lord was doing was taking me to the people.
0: Come on. And,
1: uh, and my dulcimer world Completely changed at that point. And I'm I'm going to tell you, he has blessed this business unbelievably. I have a young man that works for me. I gave him 30% in the business. Mm -hmm. He's a Christian. Mm -hmm. When I'm gone, he's got it. Mm -hmm. Although I don't think he'll be gone same time I am because I'm looking for the Lord to return.
0: Amen.
1: Okay. (laughs) But... uh, but it has just been a wonderful ministry. Yes,
0: yes. You know, it's uh, music is such a blessed thing. You know, there's so many people taking their music talent out there to the world, which I know you had some experience with, you know. But any talent we have, pastors, you know, is for God. He gave it to and us. He gave it to us. And music is such a powerful thing. Yeah. And so, you know, and, and the other thing, as you were talking about that, pastor, that, that uh, Holy Spirit prompted me on was that, Whatever business we're in, you know, God is putting people in our pathway or us in their pathway, and he has a plan for us to share. And I pray that prayer, a similar prayer that it is you, Pastor, that, Lord, please put people in my path that I can be a blessing to, Absolutely. spiritually, physically, or financially. Yeah. And I choose, because it's a choice, and I choose to let the love that's inside of me come out in my thoughts and my words and my actions. And I could write a book on all the different times that God has put people in my path, including with business like you're talking yeah. about, Pastor.
1: I gotta tell you a story. Amen. Okay. Doesn't have anything to do with those Yeah. I stopped at a subway one day. I was the only person in there. And I didn't do this with you the other day. And I said, Why didn't I do this? I, I try, I don't get it done every time that whenever I go to a restaurant, that the last thing with the waiter or waitress or whoever it may be, they're about to leave after taking the order. And I typically say, oh, oh, yeah, there's one more thing. And then they come back ready to write something else. And I say, we're going to say grace before we eat. Is there anything you'd like for us to pray about? And I have been met with so many different responses. I've had people cry. I've had people stand there and pray with us. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I've had people say, nope, I'm good. Well, when they leave, I pray for them. Mm -hmm. Okay, because I know they don't know the Lord. But I was at this subway one day, and I had just been reading Romans chapter 1. And particularly from 18 to 32. Mm-hmm. And that tells about the judgment yep. of God on yep. a nation. Yep. And it tells about the three, uh, the, the three strips of the judgment. And uh, some of it's about homosexuality. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going through the line and I'm the only one there. And there's a young lady, 16 years old. And so the Lord says to me, Okay, now, not with audible words, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but he says, "Okay, it's time. I know what he's saying to say, oh, you know, Mm -hmm. is there anything that you could pray for? And so um, I didn't do it. I said, oh, not this time. And so (laughs) I sat down and I prayed and I hear this voice say, if I'd known you were going to pray, I would have had you pray for me. You talk about the Lord picking up a two before and hitting you in the head. Wow. Okay. And 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 I went up and I said I was supposed to do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we did. Yeah. And at the when I left, there's other things and well and and we talked about what church that she went to, etc., mm-hmm. And then she was saying, well, I go where my parents are, but a friend of mine went with us, and she doesn't like it because of their stance on homosexuality. She says, because, you know, you there's a number of ways that you can go. I was just reading Romans chapter 1, on. verse 18 to 32, yeah. and I said, Actually, no, there aren't. there's only one way that you can go, and it's in Romans God. chapter 1, 18 mm-hmm. to 32. Yep. Amen. Isn't it amazing how God sets up the appointments?
0: Amen, Pastor. Wow. Well, praise God. If you would pray for our list, I'm looking forward to talking a little about eschatology with you on tomorrow's podcast. All
1: right. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we uh, we come to you um, asking for you to touch everyone that's listening to this podcast right now lord touch them in such a way number one that if they do not know you that they'll come to know you put people in their path yes. so that they will come to know you and and second if they do know you make sure that that you place them in divine appointments so that they can speak about your son Jesus Christ to everyone that they meet, and we ask these things in your son's name, Jesus Christ,
0: Amen. Amen. And pastor, if they someone wants to buy a dulcimer, or wants to talk to you about Jesus, how would they contact
1: you? Well, uh, it's the same number. <laughs> okay.
0: It's it's eight one two
1: five six eight. 4990.
0: Praise God. Well folks, we sure do love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today and remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary and he's coming back soon.